0: The Sheltering Sky by Paul Bowles He awoke he was confused he had had a dream that he could not remember at a table in the darkest corner of the cafe sat three Americans two young men and a girl the thin rye man looked existentially exhausted his wife was trying to hold back the map that had kept them moving for twelve years. They were travellers, not tourists, of course. And the map had sent them to North Africa. Everything's grey, said Kit. Another Perno, Tanner asked. I've remembered my dream, Port whispered. It wasn't very interesting. Why did you tell Tana your dream, asked Kit, when she and Port had retired to their hotel? We've only known him five years. He rose meaningfully. Kit's words meant nothing to him. Or anybody else, for that matter. He walked in the dark streets. Who were these people? He was in a bad way. I'll introduce you to a girl, the Arab said. She's a dancer. He idly wondered whether Tunna would get Kit as he was led across the sand towards the girl's tent. The Sahara was full of sand. She... "'was full of sand. "'He slept with her anyway. "'She tried to steal his wallet. "'He ran away. "'Kit worried about the omens. "'It was yet another of those days "'when she would think about nothing but herself. "'She had an inkling that Port must be up to something. "'Why was his surname Moresby?' Surely no one was named after the capital of Papua New Guinea. I haven't mentioned what you did last night. You couldn't, because you didn't know, Port said. Port Said is in Egypt. We are in Algeria. I am everywhere and nowhere, baby. That's where I'm at. He went down to the lobby. He met an English couple named Lyle, mother and son. The French are very stupid, said the man. Their blood is too thin. Would you like a lift to Bessieff? He went back to his room. They can't take Tunner. I'll take the train with Tunner, Kit said. Why were they together? No one was quite sure. Tunner had an idea of it. Kit just liked ideas. Port sat in the front with the Lyles as they discoursed on their distaste for the Arabs and the Jews. You are a darling, Tunner said, as they shared a fourth-class carriage. Kit debated whether to be hysterical. She woke to find Tunner in bed beside her. She pushed him out. Port gave a cry of metaphysical pain. Am I humanity? They rode bicycles, sharing the emptiness, resigned to their oppositionality. The sky is protecting us. What from? Kit asked. From whatever is behind it, we are too deep for this world. She sensed Port knew about her and Tunna even if he didn't know he knew. They got a bus to Iron Crawford, and engaged three smelly rooms. Kit sensed Port wanted to get rid of Tunna at Bu He visited a garden. Mohammed introduced him to a prostitute. He overpaid and left in a pleasurable shudder of self pity. The Lyles sleep in the same bed, Mohammed said. My passport has been stolen, Port said. I think it was the Lyles. Tanner offered to retrieve it from Mesad. Port organised a bus to Elgar. Kit let Port spirit her away from Tunner. I've got a chill. She tried not to let Port's illness interrupt her solipsistic hypochondria as she stared moodily into the middle distance. His pain was ambiguous. How exciting to be seeing Arabs in the atomic age! ''You can't stay here,'' the woman in Elgar said. ''We are free from the meningitis epidemic.'' They took a truck to spa. Port couldn't have meningitis, but perhaps she did. ''How dare he steal her illness?'' He thought about how little he did. He had left his profession blank in his passport. He had been a writer once... "'but thinking took up too much time. "'Perhaps he would once more jot down some bon mots. "'Yet everything seemed too trivial "'for his brilliance. "'He has typhoid,' the captain said. "'I'm not sure I can be bothered to recover,' "'Port replied. "'How I long for beauty.' He was a cloaker. He had loved her once, but now he was going. Tunner reappeared. Kit longed, yet did not long, for him to take command. Tunner held her tight, smelling her deeply in the moonlight. He had not died, for he would first have needed to be in some way alive. I shall not be hysterical again, she declared, vanishing into the desert. Tunner felt embarrassed by Port's death and by Kit's disappearance. He had only ever pitied her. He returned to his hotel to find Lyle stealing Port's belongings. Please hit me, Lyle begged. She knew where she was. She was in the inevitable, pointless stream-of-consciousness coda. She took a camel. Bel-Kassim pulled her towards him roughly and she surrendered to his friendly carnality. The days got hotter and she disengaged further, if possible. She dressed as an Arab boy, She couldn't feel herself. The other wives whipped her bare breasts. They would not forgive. She hated the food, the savagery, the prose. She woke up. She had to get out. She took her valise. You've had a long journey, said the sister, wondering. 250 pages too late, if Kit wasn't completely mad. Tunner reluctantly appeared to take her home, her face contorted. It was the end of the line. And, thank God, the book.